You are listening to King Jesus Radio, the official podcast of New Living Way Church. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, everybody. We're going to, we thank, thank God we are able to come together to praise the Lord this morning. Yes. So all of you guys joining us online, thank you for joining us this morning. And everyone here today, thank you for joining us this morning. We're just looking forward to give the Lord praise, glory, and honor for alone he is worthy. Amen. And I just want to open up with this scripture. On, uh, it's in John chapter 20, and I'm going to start in verse 19 here. It says, On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. And Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As a father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold the forgiveness from any, it is withheld. Amen. And it says in verse 24, though, Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord, but he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails, and place my finger into the mark of the nails, and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. And many times we can find ourselves in a place that we feel like Thomas. Because we don't understand what God is doing, and we see God sometimes doing things in other people's lives. We, we hear the testimonies of how God revealed himself and how the word came to life. And many times we're just in that place where like a Thomas, well, what about me, Lord? How did I miss that? How come I'm not getting it? How come I'm not seeing this? And many times we could get so focused on this that we miss out on the miracle. We miss out on what God is doing within our lives because how many of us know that God's still working in us? Amen. He's still working in us. And even though we can't see it or feel it many times or we don't recognize it, but if you belong to the Lord this morning, then your life belongs to him. And we may not understand everything, but we can trust him. Because through the storm, he is with us. Through it all, he is our strength. He is our peace. He's our comforter. He's our healer. He's the one that restores us. He's the one that reconciles us. He's the one that leads us and guides us and teaches us. So through it all, we can continue to believe and trust the Lord. And I don't know about you, but I know for me, sometimes I don't get things right away. <laughs> you know, somebody may say a joke or somebody may say something. And you ever have those moments where like a couple seconds later, you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. <laughs> you were just a little behind on it and you just didn't grab it in time. And many times it's like that with us and the things of the Lord. Maybe others have grabbed onto something and seen something or the Lord revealed to their heart and it's like, wow, that's amazing. But Lord, I, I still don't get it. I'm in a place like Thomas, Lord. I just don't get it. But how many of us know that there is a brand new day every day? Amen? Amen. How many of us know that, thank God, that his mercies are brand new every morning? Amen. How many of us know that today is a day of salvation? How many of us know today that this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it? Amen. Because as long as we continue to trust the Lord, there is a new beginning every day. And there is a new beginning even throughout that day. There can be a new beginning in the night of day, in the midnight hour, there can be a new day. Just as when Paul and those prisoners were in that prison and in that midnight hour, 
hour, they were praising the Lord. They were declaring it is a new day today and making the decision. So no matter where we're at today, it is a new day. It is a new day. This morning is gone. Whatever happened this morning, it is a new day today. And what I love about this month, I'm not big on numbers, but I know that, you know, there's a lot of numbers and different things in the Bible that have meaning, and a lot of people talk about it. And eight is like that new beginning. And today we're in the eighth month on the eighth day. I sound like a scripture opening up, amen, when you open up the scriptures on the seventh month of the seventh day. <laughs> and it all has meaning. Well, today is the eighth month and the eighth day. And how many of us know that on the seventh day, God rested after creation? But what came after the seventh day? Came the eighth day. A brand new day to live in the promises of God. To live in all that God had created. Because when God was done creating, he was, that was it. It was finished. When Jesus died on the cross, he says, it is finished. So we have that every single day because we're able to come to the cross. We're able to acknowledge what Christ has done for us. And we're able to make it and believe and know it is a brand new day today. So no matter what we've been through or what we've come from or how great or a week it was or how not great of a week it was, it is a brand new day today. So let us live in the joy of the Lord because look what happens here in verse 26. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. See, it took Thomas another eight days to experience all that the other disciples experienced. But he did experience the presence of the Lord. And even though Thomas had a lot of questions, how many of us got a lot of questions many times? But thank God he doesn't hold those questions against us. Amen? He is faithful, but we got to keep trusting him. And God will show up in the midst of right where we're at because he's always with us. And it says in verse 28, Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. How many of you know that we are blessed today? Because many of us, even though we haven't seen, we are still believing this morning. Even though it may be painful, but we're still believing this morning. Even though it may seem impossible, but we're still believing this morning. Even though it's been overwhelming, but we're still believing this morning. Even though it may look like a low valley, but we're still believing this morning. Even though it may look like it's not going to happen, but we're still believing this morning. We're still believing that he is. Amen. He is. 
He is. He is all that we need this morning. So just know this morning, we are blessed this morning because blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. So this morning as we come together to praise the Lord, we are coming together, yes, as those that have seen, but there are still some things that are unseen. Amen? And we are still believing this morning. So how many of us this morning are ready to praise the Lord this morning? Amen? Oh, Father, this morning, we thank you this morning. We come in the faithfulness of you this morning. We come in the fear of the Lord this morning, my God. Because, Lord, you alone are worthy of all praise, glory, and honor, my God. And, Lord, even though maybe we haven't seen you, my God, but, Lord, we are blessed today because we believe in you. And because we believe in you, Lord God, we have seen your faithfulness in our lives today. And, Lord God, we see your faithfulness in this world today so this morning my God we come together not because we see in the flesh but because we see and believe in your spirit my God and together we come together and we worship you in spirit and in truth this morning my God believing and knowing that you are Lord of all King of Kings Lord of Lords the Alpha the Omega the beginning and the end the first and the last oh Jesus we thank you that every knee will bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord but Lord we're not going to wait till the whole world does it we're declaring this today a brand new day my God and we thank you today that this is a day of new beginnings this morning my God living in the promises of you my God and we thank you this morning as we're able to bring our praise and worship and hearts of gratitude and thankfulness to you this morning Father, may you be glorified in all that we do here today. May you be glorified in our lives. May you be glorified in our hearts this morning and in our minds this morning, my God. And we lay everything at your feet this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for the salvation that we have in you today. We thank you for the salvation, my God, that is available for this world today. We thank you for the reconciliation. We thank you for your restoration. We thank you for the refreshing this morning. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your power. We thank you, Lord God, for your healing power. We thank you that you are the deliverer. We thank you for the provision this morning. We thank you for each other this morning, Lord. And we thank you that we're able to come together to praise you and glorify you as one in you, Lord Jesus. Because, Lord, we are one in you. You being the head, we being the body. And Lord, we thank you for placing us in the body as you see fit. Oh, so right where we're at today, Lord God. Lord, everything that has breath, oh, we're going to praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's stand up on our feet. And let's clap unto the Lord. I want to clap a little louder than before. I want to clap a little loud. See, this is all possible because you believe in the one you can't see. You believe in the one who died for you and who rose again on the third day for you.
See, it wouldn't be possible to go through life and walk with the Lord without Him changing your heart. But how many of us today can say, and those watching with us today can raise their hands and say, Lord, through it all, I know that you are changing my heart. <laughs> because, Lord, I wouldn't be able to know you the way I know you today if I hadn't seen your faithfulness and experienced your love through all that I face and have gone through and am going through today. But I can trust, Lord, you're changing my heart. Even at those times that my heart feels cold, even at those times when my heart feels lonely, but Lord, I can still trust that you're changing my heart. And today is a new beginning. Because today, Lord, I'm just going to trust you, Lord. Thank you for changing my heart. Forgive me, Lord, for fighting you, for not believing, for not trusting. Forgive me for the bad attitude. Forgive me for my rebellion, for my disobedience, Lord. Forgive me for wanting to move when you have not told me to move. Forgive me. But Lord, thank you for reminding me this morning that you're changing my heart, oh Lord. And this is all part of it. It's going through the storm, going through the fire. But Lord, I thank you that I'm coming through with a changed heart. Because no longer do I have a heart of stone, but I have a heart of flesh. And Lord, you're teaching me how to have your heart. So Lord, I know that we sang about greater things to come. But I thank you that greater things are here today, Lord God. Because Lord, today we're still praising you. And you've done a great work within our hearts and our lives today. And you are still doing a great work today. And I thank you that you are the famous one. Oh, Lord, but let them know you that don't know you today. Not just as the famous one. But in that fame of yours, let them come to know you as their Lord and as their Savior. You be glorified, Lord. You be exalted. Oh, and draw them to you, Lord, that don't know you today. And we thank you for that love. Because of that love today, we are able to stand believing and trusting you, Lord God. And thank you that we are blessed. Because your word says, blessed are those that have not seen and yet believe. And we believe today, so therefore we're able to see. We're able to see you today. So this morning, I'm going to ask you, those watching with us today, you're there at home today. Let's thank the Lord this morning for changing our hearts. But let's also take this step out today and pray for that person next to you today. And thank the Lord for the greater work that he is doing in your brother and sister today.
So let's just take this time, just whoever's next to you right now, just lay your hands on that person today. And we're believing today in the one to whom we have not seen, but we know that all things are possible for him. Oh, we thank you this morning. We thank you this morning, Lord God. Oh, we just thank you this morning, Lord Jesus. Hey, we just thank you this morning, this morning. Thank you, Jesus. And if there's anybody upon your heart this morning that doesn't know the Lord, that is running from the Lord, that you've been praying for from, to the Lord this morning, just right now, just take this time that they would come to know the famous one, that they would come to know the Lord God Almighty, that he would draw them to him, that they may know him as we know him today. Amen. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, we just thank you this morning. You know every name, every prayer petition this morning, every supplication, Father God. Your word says that it is you that draws all men to yourself, Lord God, that they cannot come to you unless the Father draws them, Lord. So, Father, we are just coming in agreement this morning right now, Father, as we are lifting up these petitions to you this morning. Father, as we are just putting them in your hands this morning, as we are crying out this morning, Father God, Lord, let them know you, Father God. Let them call on you as Lord and Savior, my God. Let them confess you as their Lord and Savior, my God. Let them acknowledge their need for you as their Savior, Lord. Let them acknowledge the need for the forgiveness of sins, my God. But let them acknowledge you in all your power and all your glory and all your splendor, my God. Let them acknowledge you as the Lord of all, my God. Let them, Father God, Lord Jesus, acknowledge you as the one and only true living God. Let them know you as the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to the Father except through you, Lord God. Oh, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for the freedom that we have in you today. And in Jesus' name, we thank you that, that those who know the truth, the truth shall set them free, my God, and who the Son sets it's free is free indeed so in jesus name we are standing in faith today in the name of the famous one the name that is the name above all names the name that everyone has heard about in this world today but today we are declaring not only have they now heard about him but that they will know you jesus as their lord as their savior as their king and we stand in agreement in earnest prayer this morning morning today that you would break the chains of bondage that you would deliver them from the addictions that you would deliver them father god from those relationships that you would deliver them from those thoughts lord from those medications my god in the name of jesus christ that you would deliver them from the night terrors and the torments of their heart and their mind you would heal them my God and raise them up in the name of Jesus as you rose Lazarus from the grave in Jesus name we call out those names today in the name of Jesus Christ that they will come to know you and come out of death and into life in your marvelous son our Lord Jesus Christ this morning my God oh we just praise you this morning we give you glory this morning we thank you this morning father God because we are blessed in you today my God oh we thank you for we walk by faith and not by sight oh God and we just thank you this morning oh God for changing our hearts 
We thank you for the greater works, my God, because today we are those greater works. Father, help us to walk and live in these greater works, Lord, because, Father, it is a new day today, Lord. Father, we thank you this day, my God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the word, Father God, your word that saves the lost. Father God, that gives life, Lord, and gives that resurrection life, Father God. We thank you this morning, oh God, and we give you all the praise, glory, and honor this morning in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a shout this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Our God is good. How many of us are grateful today to our Lord Jesus Christ this morning? Amen. How many of us know and believe that we are the greater works this morning? Amen. That we are living in those times. We know that there's even greater work still to come. But we know that God's already done a great work, and he is continuing to do a great work. So let us continue to live in those great works, the great works that he has done within our own hearts and lives, and our own families, and our own community, and our own churches. Let us continue to stand and believe and know, God, you are great. And let us live in that joy and that peace. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, welcome to church this morning. That, you know, let's give the Lord a shout this morning. Thank you all for joining us online this morning as well. We are the church of God this morning. Amen. And we're just so grateful to be here. Just so grateful to see you all. Welcome back, Sister Yolanda. We are blessed to have you here with us today. Amen. We've been praying for you, believing God. And it's just amazing to see our sister here with us today and just to see us all here to be able to be together and those joining us online today. We know that God is bringing us through day by day. Amen. But through that process, we can trust him. I thank you, Lord, that you're changing my heart, though, God. Thank you that you are faithful in that work that you are doing, my God. And thank you, Lord, that we do measure up in you, Lord. But help us to remain humble and submissive to our God because it's nothing that we have done. It's everything he's done for us. Amen? And that is the message of, to, of the gospel. That is the message of the cross and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that is our life lived as a living testimony to what Christ has done for us. And though the world may not be able to see Jesus, they can see Jesus in you and all of us because we're blessed, because we believe in the one to whom we have not seen. But because we believe in him, we're able to see him. And we're able to see him within one another. Turn to your neighbor and say, I see Jesus in you. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. I don't do that very often, but amen. There's times you got to do that. Amen. We see Jesus in each other, right? Should I be nervous that nobody told me that? All right. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. So we know we're the body of Christ this morning. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. Well, thank you, Jesus. You know what? It's just such a blessing. You know, I would just really encourage this week. Um, you know what? I would just bless this week. You know, me and my family were able to take a little vacation this week and just take some time and, and just, you know, kind of uh, take a little trip and all of that. But one of the things I was really encouraged with was during the time out there and, and just kind of just taking some time and um, just kind of unwinding. There was just a time that I really sat there. And I really just had the peace of the Lord because it was like, Lord, you know, it's amazing. Many times we look to go on vacation because, and I'll admit that, man, I was just like, man, I was at work and I wasn't even at work. I was like checked out already, you know, because just like you just want to get away. You just like, yeah, I just want to get out. You know, I just want to go. And, 
and all of that. And, and um, you know, and it's just amazing because as I was there, I just realized something. I said, you know, it's amazing. Before I would look forward to certain ways, you know, vacations, going out, you know, different things, because I was looking for a way of escape. I was looking for a way of, of just forgetting about all the pressure, you know, just forgetting about, you know, the, the worries and concerns, and I would use different things to be able to do that, you know, or just, you know, to a point where I don't even remember that night, you know, it's just like you come to those places, or not only that, you were just searching for so many things, you know, well, let me, if I go to this place, I go to that place, and I can find peace, but what was a blessing is, is I didn't need to leave to find peace, because I already have peace, I already have rest, and it just reminded me that as I was out there sitting there, I said, thank you, Lord, that I told my wife and my daughter, it was just amazing that I don't even feel like I left home. Because whether I'm out or whether I'm home or wherever I'm at, I always have the rest and the peace of the Lord. Because I'm not out here searching for something. I already have all that I was in search for. So let me encourage you today, if you know the Lord today, then you already have all the rest and the peace and the comfort that you need. And you don't need to go out there and search for it. Now you can go out there and enjoy it. Did you catch that? We don't go to go out there and search for it. Now we can go out there and enjoy it. And it may be something is just to the park or to your job. Come on. To your school. To a family member's house, you know? Got a couple of amens in there. Amen. Whatever it may be or wherever it may be, we're no longer searching. We've already found because we were found. Amen? And so that's one of the blessings that me and you have as Christians, as believers today, and for all those today who put their faith in Christ, that you know what? We have the Savior of the world. Amen? So I just wanted to share that with you this morning. Be encouraged. Let us continue to walk in the blessings of the Lord and just know you serve a big God. Amen. So just a couple of quick announcements. I do apologize. I didn't do the, the calendar yet, but the calendar is in motion already. Amen. And uh, so we are having Bible study this week. We will be in the book of Acts. Um, so we're looking forward to continuing that study in the book of Acts. Join us here in the annex or join us online. Uh, but we encourage you to just you know, study along with us, be a part with us. And uh, just really looking forward to what the Lord has. Um, Friday night, we've concluded our, our prayer outreaches for the month of July. So it was a blessing. Um, just really were encouraged. And you know what? Right before we closed up the last one we did, there was just one gentleman, I believe I shared this last time, that just came in and just said he needed prayer right as we were closing up. You know, and he, but what really blessed me was, was the fact that he says, I had passed by a couple other times and I didn't stop by. And it wasn't until that last day, right before we were closing out, that he made a decision that he came in for prayer. So that was just a blessing to know that was not in vain, us being out there. The Lord was working, amen? And there may have been others that wanted to do the same and didn't, but regardless, we were still praying for them, amen? So I thank the Lord that we were able to do that and look forward to doing it again one day. And we'll do it as the Lord leads. But we will be having prayer on Friday night. We'll be meeting here in the annex room. And uh, there's no set scripture to the prayers this month. But what we are doing, it will be, we'll be calling it earnest prayer. Amen? 
earnest prayer. And we're taking that from the Bible study. And that was when they were in earnest prayer for Peter, who was locked up in prison as the persecution of the church started. And they were earnestly praying for Peter, and Peter was delivered. Amen? So we will be in earnest prayer, and I encourage you to go back to that Bible study. St- look, you know, follow along with us so you get a little bit more idea, because it's not only about deliverance, but it's also when, but if not. You know what I mean? So it also does with both sides. So encourage you to check out that Bible study and see where we're going on that. But that's what we'll be doing on Friday nights. We'll be coming together in earnest prayer. So we encourage you, if you're able to come on out, join us. If not, feel free to do so from where you're at. And we take that time to pray for one another. Amen. So we're looking forward to that as well. And we're just blessed in that. So we're going to pray for the tithes and offerings this morning. Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you, Father God, Lord. Father, we thank you for your tithes and offerings. We thank you for the finances that you have given us, my God. We thank you, Lord, for always making a way where there is no way. And Father, we just thank you for this time today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for helping us to learn in this area, Father God, and for helping us to determine within within our heart, Lord God, what we will give and how much we will give, Father God. And that, Lord Jesus, we can grow in our giving, my God. So, Father, we just thank you today because, Lord, we want to be able to give cheerfully and wholeheartedly, Father God, recognizing and knowing, Lord, it's yours anyways. And, Father, we just thank you this morning as we learn to do so, Lord. And thank you for the joy and the blessing. And thank you for helping us to be able to see you in the giving, Lord. That brings you glory, my God. And, Father, today, Lord God, anyone who is without today, Lord, or lacking or just wondering how that's going to get paid, Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we ask you today, Father, make a way, Lord, for you are the way. And help them to see, Lord, and show and trust you, Father God. Father, Lord, is that widow that gave her two mites, Lord. And Father God, how you saw her and recognized and knew where she was at. But nevertheless, you still took care of her, Lord. How much more, Father, your people, my God. So, Father, we just thank you this day. We give you the glory, the praise, and the honor, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Rich kids rooted in Christ, you are dismissed this morning. Amen. You guys have a great class today. Amen. So we can go ahead and clap on that. Yeah, amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Well, you guys have a great day, a great class next door. We'll see you guys in a bit. And uh, looking forward to what the Lord has with them today. Amen. So praise God. Well, this morning we do have a, uh, a speaker here today. So let's welcome up Brother Gabriel. Amen. Brother Gabriel will be bringing forth the word of the Lord this morning. Amen. morning okay so uh, praise the lord we're here we're alive there's still a plan and a purpose for our lives as long as we got breath there's hope you know and i'm just going to piggyback what just pastor just finished saying man um uh this one of my starting scriptures you know those that live godly in christ shall suffer persecution you know and god says in this world you will have trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Okay? So with that being said, these are scriptures that once upon a time were stirred up in my life, but then guess what, you know? Things get rough. Things get hectic. We go through trials and tribulations. We go through times of testing, you know? And we quickly forget about all this stuff, you know. 
But I thank God that God brings it back to remembrance. I thank God that God is a God of second chances, third chances, uh, ten chances, a hundred chances. He it will always be merciful. Always shows mercy. Always shows grace. Always forgiving. But we're so fast not to forgive one another, man. But I just thank God that these scriptures have came alive in my life today okay these are scriptures today that i can say wow god you know what i know that i read them i know that i heard them here at new living way church i know i heard them through my cousins or through a sermon on the internet but i thank god that now i hear them the way you want it to be heard the way you directed it you know so with that being said let's turn our bibles Let's turn our Bibles. Well, this came because I've been doing a lot of cleaning in my house. I've been doing a lot of, because I have a lot of clutter. There's a lot of junk in my area, in, my, in, in the spot where I'm at, and it's just piled up. And I said, today, I'm going to get to cleaning. Well, this was already two weeks ago. And it's been a mission, and I still got some stuff. And I've been going through layers of stuff and debris and clothes and bills. I finally came up on a trash bill, right, that was due the next day, which is due on the, the, the 30th. I did, but I believe I got it last week. I barely paid it on time. And that's how my life has been. Because I've been going through a, a slump. I've been going through a, a, a season of my life where... I was excited for the things of God, and, 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 and God set me free, but I've been gone. I've gone through the trials, I've gone through the fire, and I fell. And all this stuff starts to clutter. And I believe that all this that I'm cleaning up today, I was able to reflect and see that the Word of God that's been coming forth through this pulpit right here, we've been going through the book of Nehemiah. And Nehemiah so reminds me of my life. Chapter 2, where Nehemiah gets the desire in his heart to do the work of the Lord, right? And he wants to build these gates. He wants to build the wall, but he finds himself with nothing but debris. It was in, in shambles. It was crippled. The wall of Jerusalem was, it was, was done and out. And he had to assess the damage, and he had to go and sort through the rubble. And that's what Gabriel is doing right now. He's sorting through the rubble. The junk that Gabriel put in his life, not, not that this church put it in Gabriel's life, but the junk that Gabriel put in his own life that kept me from yielding maximum yield, from doing so much more for the things of God, it kind of hindered me. And I was there going through here, going through that. This is, I no longer need all this clothes. I don't need no longer all these bills, whatever. I started just to just disintegrate everything. And this is where it came from. You know, but I, 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 have, a, I have a scripture. And we're going to read Luke chapter 13. And this talks about a woman with a spirit of infirmity. Okay? And it kind of reminded, when I read this passage, it kind of reminded me of me. You know, 
it kind of reminded me of me, this story, okay? So Luke chapter 13. So here it is, starting from verse number 10, okay? Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and he be, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loose from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And when I was reading this scripture, when I was reading this passage, it kind of reminded me of me. Because this woman had an issue. For 18 years, she had an issue. And her issue was that she was being harassed by a spirit of infirmity. She was bent over. Imagine that. 18 years going through that, bent over, going to Walmart, going to to, to the gas station, going to different places, being bent over, going to church. Being bent over. You know, imagine that condition. And we complain about uh, just a headache. Right? A toothache. You know, it's just little stuff. But she's been bent over. And the Bible doesn't say that she was bent over from birth. But there's probably a time in her life where she just started to be bent over. And this spirit started harassing her. The devil. The enemy, right? The enemy will come in and creep and do his thing. Bend her over. And what I saw there, I saw a picture of the church. Because the woman, yes, it's great responsibility. It, It depicts a woman, right? But we are the bride of Christ. And I see this scripture as we are the bride of Christ, as the church being bent over, being harassed by the enemy, thinking that by the end of the day, right, that this Benny being bent over, we're just gonna we're we're, we're gonna get through it. We'll, we don't we'll take a Tylenol, right? We'll take an ibuprofen, and by the end of the day, we'll be okay. But there's some stuff that that the devil is in in operation right now, that you're going to need more than just a Tylenol. You're going to need an intervention from God Almighty. You're going to need an intervention from Jesus Christ. This woman, 18 years being bent over, and one, one moment, she was set free. She was set free. This woman, her she didn't allow her circumstance keep her from going to the synagogue. What's a synagogue? A church. A place of worship. In a place of worship on the Sabbath day when no one should be going to church. No one should be working. There's Pharisees there. There's scribes. There's Sadducees there. 
No one can figure out. No one can set her free. No one can cure her. No one can heal her. But what she didn't need a church. She didn't need no religion. What she needed was Jesus Christ to set her free from the infirmity, from her, from her circumstance. So we're not up here. I'm not up here to glorify New Living Way Church. I'm not here to glorify our pastors, a skid, fog lights, or any of that thing. I'm, or our, look at our worship team. I'm here to glorify you. I'm here to tell you that there's Jesus Christ. He is the healer. He is our deliverer. He is the great physician. And he can take your circumstance and turn it right side up if you just trust him. Take him for his word. 18 years, man, being harassed by the enemy. And she didn't allow that keeping her from coming to church, believing, trusting, having faith in God that God can heal me. One of these days, God is going to heal me. But she didn't give up. That's how we know. Because in the synagogue, she met Jesus. And then we understand, right, that we don't need to come to church to be healed. We're not going to get too legalistic on that part. We know that God can do the same work at your house, at your job. But there's, in this passage, it says that there was no other way. She needed to come to the house of God because that's where Jesus was. Preaching. Imagine what he's preaching about. The good news, right? That's right. Woo, the good news, man. The gospel of Jesus Christ. How he died. How he came to give you hope. How he gave you, gave you life and more abundant. And she didn't stop her, man. She came up. The Bible says right there. Woman, you are loose from your infirmity. Jesus spoke those words. Woman, you are loose from your infirmity. Yes, he had to address the woman. But he was speaking to the demonic spirit. We went through this season of learning here, Nehemiah. And by what authority, right? They're going to ask us, by what authority you know, do you think do you do the things you do, you know? Through Jesus Christ. And they questioned them. I bet you they were before authority, and they did. Later on in their pastors, they're like, dude, you're not supposed to work on the Sabbath, man. What are you doing? You know? But this is the authority. The same spirit that rose Christ Jesus from the dead lives inside of us. And we have the same spirit. So if we have the same spirit, that means we can also put hands on the sick, and we shall see them recover. It's not a magical prayer. It's just a prayer of faith. It's believing in the Son of God, right? That He is the healer. And if He's the healer, He's going to heal you according to His will and His purpose. It's not, it's not up to us. If God wills, He's going to set you free. If it's God's will, He's going to do it right instantaneously. And He did for this woman. Which takes me back, which takes me to another similar story. We're going to go, we're not going to turn there, but we're going to just go over the woman with the issue of blood. She also had some issues. For, I believe it's 12 years. She had 12 years, you know, and just having this blood issue, man, and 
She went through so many people, so many situations, right? To, and then she spent everything that she had to get right, and, and that didn't work. That did not work. But her faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, that works, okay? We, don't, we may not have a lot of money. We may not be in the, in the city we want to live in. We may not have the greatest education, right? We may not, you know, but guess what? But we do have Jesus Christ on our side. We have the victory. We have victory in Christ Jesus. If you place your hope in Jesus Christ, he says, I give you the victory. She pressed on to Jesus. Man, she pressed on. The Bible says that she touched the hem of his garment, touched it, and then Jesus was like, who touched me? The disciples were like, uh, he told the disciples, who touched me? And then the disciples were like, how do you know someone touched you? How do you know someone's pressing into you when there's so much people right here? How do you know? Because I felt it. There's... There's got to be a, we are, you got to be that generation that's got to press into Jesus. We got to press into Jesus. We got to get out of our unbelief, out of our complacency, out of being comfortable. And we got to start to do what the Bible says to do. Step out in faith and you're going to see breakthrough. You're going to see miracles. She pressed through, she touched them, Right? immediately according it was in the cloak right we know that it was in the cloak that healed her according to her faith according to your faith according to your faith you're healed it's that easy and we go to blind Barnabas and Mark chapter 10 kind of like kind of like the similar story you know he was born blind son of a nobleman Right? He's crippled blind man and he's he knows that Jesus is in town and he cries out, Son of David, have mercy on me, son of David. He's crying out, son of he doesn't care what people are talking about him. He doesn't care about your opinion. He doesn't care about no uh, uh, rattling people's nerves or firing them up. Well, that's not what we do things to hear at our church. He doesn't care. Son of David. Have mercy on me. Crying out. And people around him telling him to shut up. Telling him to be quiet. You're too loud. We don't do things like that at our church. You know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff that comes against the church today. People are leaving. Because of this and that. Son of David, have mercy on me. And guess what? People, the same people, right, that were telling him to shut up, blind partner, you're getting too excited for us, man. Calm down. It's, it's not your time. We're the same people, right? When Jesus called that man to me, bring him to me. It's the same people that are telling you no, right? The same people in your neighborhood, right? In your, in your jobs, or even in the church are telling you no, you're not called. You're not a son of God. There's no purpose in you. You got to be quiet. There's no promotion for you. 
right? Or the same people God will use to bring you to bring you to your victory, to bring you to your breakthrough. Hallelujah, man. The same people are telling you to shut up. God will use those people. He'll humble them to bring you forward. God operates in mysterious ways. That's why I love the Bible. That in every point, anywhere I could put my finger, I see myself in the Bible. I see myself there. I can easily say, that's for my neighbor, that's for my mom, right? That's for my coworker. But Charlie, I got into so many trials and so many tribulations, doubt that, yeah, I was like that. Yes, prideful, right? Arrogant. Thinking this for them, not for me. Not until I fell. God was able to say, you ready now? I was like, wow, God, you know? But Gabriel has to go. Gabriel had to go through what Gabriel had to go through to finally see the way he sees the scriptures. The way the scriptures are meant to be. It's not to fit us. These are meant to fit him. These are his standards. These are his ways. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So the woman is bent over. She's bent over, man. God sets her free. Right? She's able now to walk upright. The Bible says, and let's go there on Psalms. Let's go to Psalms 84. Because the Lord will withhold no good thing right? To those who walk upright. But I want to read one verse above, okay? I'm going to read one verse above. So that was Psalm 84, verse 11, but I'm going to read starting for verse 10, 10 and 11. I'm going to join them together, okay? Psalm 84, verse 10 and 11 here. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withholds from those who walk uprightly. This is the scripture. This is the word of God that he's saying, if we finally stop playing around, if we finally start taking them serious, that therefore he's going to set you free. And therefore, now the flows can come of living water to your life. The times of refreshing is coming. The times of refreshing are now. He's telling us through his word that he will withhold no good thing if you walk worthy and honor. Not perfect, right? But at least you're striving for the goal. You're striving for the high cost. You're striving for the price. 
There's no man here. The Bible says there's no one, one perfect man, the Bible says. You know, and if you're perfect, man, keep coming to church just like the woman, you know. God's going to touch you. God's going to set you free. And I was like that. I'm telling you, man, sometimes we just get too much. To, we think we know so much. And God has a way to humbling us. He sure does. I was in the MIT program here in this church. And through many, through many things, God has done. God set me free from gangs, right? He set me free from drug addiction. He set me free from myself, first and foremost, from killing myself over Dean, being life in prison, right? God has been so good. I'm not, I'm not always been saved, you know. I have a past, and my past was behind me. But little by little, if you start to touch with the things of the world, bad company corrupts good morals. I'm here to tell you my heart. I'm not here up. I'm not up here telling you that I got it all figured out and everything is all fine and dandy behind me. No, no, no. God is doing a work in my life. And God says, share it. Share what I got you, what I got you through. And I went through leaving all kinds of stuff, even old phone numbers, a girlfriend that just, there's so much stuff that just tied, that just tied to me. And the moment that I did do that, they're like, here, MIT program. And I didn't know what God was doing. That was on the blind. You know? There's other people, right, that can see stuff, right? We can't see our own ears, right? But we need other people to, hey, you got a fly right there, you know? But guess what? There's someone, there's someone, there's someone else that told me that there's a gifting in your life. Someone had to come in my life and say, there's potential in you, that there's, that there's a plan and a purpose for your life. And it's more than just to go to work over time. It's more than put money in the bank. It's more than just to get a nice car and get a house with a white picking fence. This is about the purpose and the plan of God. God has a call in your life. I didn't know that, man, and I stopped that, and I believe that's why it was a lot of struggle. But easily, how easily is you just let unforgiveness. I, I dealt with unforgiveness. I'm going to fast forward. Unforgiveness came back in my life. Because hurt came in when God told me, leave her, but don't turn back. And I turned back. And unforgiveness came. Bitterness came. And it starts to eat away in Gabriel's life. Yes, here I'm at church. Yes, you would see me serving. Yes, you would see me sometimes preaching, right? Giving, giving the word of God. But God said, keep going. Because I'm doing a work in you. And God is not finished with us. God will, is not finished with Gabriel. The day he's finished until we are with him. God will finish that work. But in the meantime, we need to be real with God and see that this is not an easy walk, but it's a walk worth doing. It is worth it. It is worth it. This walk with the Lord Jesus Christ, 
It may not be the, 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 the most easiest way, but it's worth it. It will bless you. It will encourage you. It will just wreck your life. Because there's no one like our God. No one. And then I'm going to turn to 1 Peter uh, 2 9. And it says right here, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but are now the people of God who had not obtain mercy but now have obtained mercy you weren't a people right it says right here in the bible man it says it's all right here revealed to you in the scripture but now you are a people you are a disciple of god you are his child i didn't call you i didn't call you your neighbor didn't call you pastor did not call you God Almighty called you himself. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Don't ever forget that we didn't call you, but God called you. You got to take this job serious. Because God is a serious God. He deals with his people. He's dealing with Gabriel, but you keep on speaking. You keep on walking. You keep on, don't worry about the little, uh, the, the little, things that are going on in your life because the bigger things are gone. But you can, but don't get yourself wrapped up again because you can easily fall. Go and sin no more, right? Let something else greater happens to you. You know, that happens. That stuff, they just, man, Gabriel, God can speak to Gabriel and that's how he speaks to Gabriel. And I'm like, wow, you know, sometimes I just ignore God, you know, but you know what? This time he opened my eyes, you know, and it was in those times because Gabriel wants to do what Gabriel wants to do. But, Gabriel, but God humbled Gabriel now, right? Now it's up to Gabriel now to, now to walk this narrow road out. Walk the narrow road. Straight is the way. Narrow is the gate. And few are that find that. Whew. Few. Okay? So don't be, don't be terrified. Oh, it's only me. Yeah, well, it says few. <laughs> few are going to go in there, you know? Barely making it like Gabriel, right? But you know what? By the grace of God, you know, if I keep my eyes on him, I'm going to get there, you know? And Reverend Coda shared the scripture with me and brought a little more clarity to my life, you know? And it's found in Luke 22, verses 32. I'll just end with that. So Luke chapter 22, verse 32. 
Okay, so here we go. I'm sorry. Here it is. Verses 31, sorry. So Luke 22, verses 31. I had the scriptures twisted, sorry. So here we go. So it, and the Lord said to, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked you, asked for you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. And life has a way of just, just coming back. It's just the way it just it has a circle of, of things, you know, how it just brings you back to God. How everything that I've gone through. That even Jesus prayed for Peter, Simon Peter, one of his disciples. Right? He goes, I pray for you that your faith will not fail. And when you come back, strengthen your brethren, strengthen your brothers. And I had to read it and read it and read it and read it. And this came out. Basically, that Peter, um, God knew that Peter was going to fail. You know? Peter had his mishaps. He had his places of failure, of testing, and he failed, right? But Jesus was praying for him that his faith will not fail. Not that he will not sin. Not, he already knew that what he was going to get himself into. He knew that Peter was going to get into a lot of trouble. But Jesus was not praying for that. Because Jesus' plan was still intact. He was praying that his faith will not fail. And in this season where I found myself in, is that my, even though I've been hit, right? My faith in the Lord Jesus Christ has not faded. It's his faithfulness. It is God's faithfulness. It's not Gabriel's faithfulness. It's not none of us' faithfulness. It's his faithfulness to us. Man, God has been so faithful to Gabriel that he will be mindful of Gabriel for, for God to pray for Gabriel that his faith will not fail. And when he, when he found himself in the places of failure, when he comes back, the Bible says, now go back and strengthen the brethren. Strengthen your brothers in Christ. Strengthen your sisters in the Lord. Wow, it hit me. I'm like, Lord, man, God, you have a way of just bringing me back, but your way. I may not understand it. It may have been a surprise to me, but it was never a surprise to God. And God makes no mistakes. God makes no mistakes. He's a personal God. He knows how to get your attention. He knows how to humble you. He knows how to stir you. He knows how to lead you. He's the great I am. He's the, the GPS, man. He's the, we got the helper, the Holy Spirit that will lead you right back to where we need to be. Though with tender loving kindness, I have drawn you to myself. And this is a season where, where I'm at. But God gave me breakthrough. 
Just like the woman, I'm back up, right? We're back up. We're not bent over accepting things the way life says that the way it should be. No. God broke through in my life. God can break through in your life. All right? God bless you guys. Praise the Lord. Amen. Loosen from her infirmities. Praise God. And that is an amazing word for all of us today. In the ESV version, I was reading it, and it, it says, you are freed from your disability. You are loose from your infirmities, or you're freed from your disability. And I received that word today as a word of the Lord, definitely as Gabriel shared from his life and his personal experience, that he had to walk through that freedom, and he's still walking it out today, but he's doing it in faith, believing and knowing, but I've been freed from my disability. And how many of us know today that we have been freed from our disabilities? And even though there's some things that do disable us, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, Sin, different things that we battle, relationships, addictions, different things within our lives, goals, our plans, our purpose, how we think, our own understanding. There are many disabilities within our world and our life today, but unless we're able to acknowledge and recognize those disabilities, then how are we going to know we're free from them? if we allow those things to continue to disable us from the promises and the blessing that God has for us and the freedom and the joy and the life that he's given us to enjoy. As I said earlier, we're no longer searching for anything. We've already found what we need and who we need, and that is in Jesus. Don't give up. Because his word says he's already freed you from your disability. The biggest disability is sin, which separated me and you from God the Father. Where was a chasm between me and God and you and God? But thank God, through Jesus Christ, we are free today, as we sang earlier. Amen? We are free today. And I received that word for New Living Way Church today. That in the name of Jesus, though we have gone through our seasons as a church, we have gone through much change. And I know that the Lord is still doing a work and still doing a change. But I thank God today that it is a new day today. It's a new beginning today. And I believe that the word of the Lord for us here today is, church, you are freed from your disability. And we're going to continue to praise God. We're going to continue to serve God. We're going to continue to worship God. We're going to continue to glorify God. We're going to continue to preach the word of God <clears throat> as those that have been freed from our disabilities. Because we know we have freedom in Jesus Christ today. And it is a brand new day today. And even if you wake up tomorrow and you still feel a little shackled and you still feel a little some things going on, but let me encourage you, it's a brand new day tomorrow too. 
And maybe you wake up in the middle of the night, or maybe tonight you could start a brand new day in that midnight hour. Just start to praise God and believe him that, Lord, you had freed me from my disability. And I'm not going to allow that to crouch me over, as Brother Gable brought out, but I'm going to stand back up and lift my hands and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God this morning. Amen. Glory to God this morning. Father, we just thank you, Lord. We give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. We thank you, Father God, for your word that you have brought forth to us today, Father God. We thank you for bringing the clarity, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for freeing our brother, my God, from his disabilities, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for the work that you have done and are continuing to do within his life, Father God. And we thank you today, my God, because, Lord, we can all relate because, Father, this is where we all find ourselves in places of, Lord. But, Father, thank you, Lord God, that, Father God, there is always that time and moment that we're able to come back and not lose heart or not lose faith, my God. So today, Father God, I want to thank you, Lord, for every faithful man and woman and every child today here in New Living Way Church today, every God-fearing man and woman and child today, my God, because, Lord God, we are here today because of all that you have done for us, my God, and we serve you today because we have the fear of the the Lord within our hearts today, my God. But we thank you that in that fear, my God, comes a reverence, my God, that all that we do unto you, we do it to honor you, Lord, with respect and gratitude and thankfulness of heart, my God, for being so faithful to us, my God. So today, we thank you today for freeing us as a church from the disabilities that have held us down, that have hindered us, my God, that have come against our lives and our hearts and Father God, Lord Jesus, and today in Jesus' name, we thank you that this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it, Lord Jesus, and we will rejoice in our salvation, my God, and we will rejoice, and again, you say it again to say rejoice, because you are always good, my God. And we thank you that the joy of the Lord is our strength, O oh God. So this morning, we thank you, Father God, as Lord Jesus, you know right where we're at today, my God. You see our infirmities. You see, my God, Lord Jesus, our disabilities. You know those areas of our lives and our hearts. And may we continue to trust you through it all, my God. But through it all, may you continue to be glorified, magnified, Oh God, to bring you glory, my God, as you healed that woman, as you healed that blind man, as you healed that woman with the issue of blood, as you healed our brother Gabriel, as we have been healed in you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that you are faithful. And we just love you, we glorify you, we praise you, and we bless your holy name, Father God. And we just thank you today, Father God. We thank you for all those that have gone before us, my God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for Pastor Abel, my God, as an example, Lord God, that you gave us through the man of God, who, Father God, trusted you, Lord God, and now is in your presence today. We thank you for Pastor Burge. We thank you for all the pastors 
pastors before. We thank you for all the leaders and ministers here, Father. We thank you, Father God, for all the prayer warriors. We thank you for all the teachers of the kids, for all those, my God, Father God, that would intercede, Father God. Lord, my God, we thank you for all the givers. We thank you, Father God, Lord Jesus, for every guest speaker, my God, that was able to come through here and bring forth your word, my God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that from this pulpit and in this house, Lord Jesus, it is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, that continues to go forth, my God. Father, thank you, Lord God, as we continue in the work, my God, that you have begun and that you will finish. And we thank you today, Father God, Lord, for that honor and privilege to continue to serve you in this house, Father, to serve you in the body of Christ. And Lord, we thank you today, Father God, for freeing your church, my God, the body of Christ, Lord God. Father, help us to come together as a church worldwide, my God, willing to lay aside our differences and our opinions and, Father God, our ways, all to bring you glory, Lord Jesus. Because how great it is when we can come to a place and we can sing how great is our God. Because, Lord Jesus, you truly are great. And you have done great things, my God. So, Father, this day we just thank you. We give you the glory and the praise and the honor. We thank you for this time. We thank you, Father God, for every person here that you have placed in this body, my God, in this church. Father, thank you, Lord Jesus. And thank you for our neighboring churches and our cities near us, Lord God, and in the same city. Thank you for our brothers and sisters all across the world today, my God. Thank you, Father, Lord, for the fivefold ministry. Thank you, Lord God, for Father God, the ministry of helps. Thank you, Father God, Lord Jesus, for the Father financial givers. Thank you, Father God, Lord Jesus, for those that are able to do with their hands, my God. Thank you for all your giftings, my God. Thank you for the fruit of your spirit, Lord. Oh, that the world is able to see your fruits through the hearts and lives of your church, my God. Father, because, Lord, we are willing to be a church to set ourselves aside, Father, to lay, our, lay everything down at your feet, Lord, and to be holy as you are holy, Lord. Father, we thank you this morning. We give you all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor this morning, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a shout this morning. Amen. Our God is good. We just want to say happy birthday to Pastor Pat. Amen. She had a birthday this past week. Amen. So if you didn't get to tell her, she thought we were going to keep that on the down low, but no, we're not. So praise God. So make sure you wish her a happy birthday. Amen. And you know what? We're just grateful to all of you guys and just continue to keep your eyes on the Lord. And thank God that we have freedom this morning. If you need prayer, I will still be up here this morning. Amen. God bless you. We are dismissed this morning. And thank you all for joining us online as well. God bless you.